Hey there, it's Bashi Sarah. Thank you for joining me. If this is your first time listening, go ahead and hit the subscribe button, like button, follow button, all the buttons, and follow along the post-blog journey. If this is not your first time listening, welcome back. And thank you. Thank you for joining me on this journey. Let's get right into it. Today, we're going to talk about lens. Not camera lens, not glasses, not contacts, not magnifying glass. None of those lenses, the physical lenses we use. We're going to talk about the lens that we view life through. Specifically, the lens that we view offenses through. Growing up, my brothers and I did the wildest things. Our curiosity sparked when we couldn't understand something, so we tried out ourselves. And I know that sounds dangerous, but as a child, our version of trying it out ourselves is building something with a Lego set or trying to figure out how is fire made or (laughs) um, in this case, how do people who lack physical sight How do they function? And we don't experiment because of mockery. Rather, we experiment because we're so curious as to how someone with what the world deems as a physical disability, how do they function as if that disability didn't even exist? One of my brothers specifically, I won't mention his name, he thought it was so fascinating that one time my mom told him to go to the store right around our house. And the, the store was so close, you could walk probably within two minutes and it's right there, or maybe five minutes. Either way, my brother walked from her home to the store and back. When he came back, however, he did not look the way that he did when he left. Let's just say he fell in the drain while he was walking because he walked with his eyes closed the entire time. My brothers and I We thought it was pretty hilarious. My mom didn't think so, but he learned his lesson. He just enjoyed figuring life out and he still hasn't changed. All of us still, we're still pretty much the same where we like to know the why behind the what. When you think about someone that's blind or vision impaired, you probably think about Ray Charles. Ray Charles is considered the master to the art of playing the piano. Interestingly, Ray Charles at the age of seven, was diagnosed with glaucoma. You'd think someone with a vision impairment would give up on life. No, that's not what he did. Ray Charles shifted his lens from being vision impaired and created opportunity out of that. His lens shifted from his eyes to his heart. I don't want to speak for him, but I'd say he probably got offended from time to time. He probably was offended at God, maybe, or offended at the world. He could have gotten teased in school. I don't know what his life looked like, but what I do know is that he shifted his offense, the offense of being born with a disability and created opportunity out of it. Offenses are inevitable. We live in a world of very imperfect people. I am imperfect. You are imperfect. People hurt us. People say things. People make mistakes. People are born with difficulties, we're born into difficulties, and that creates offenses. Hey, look, you might be offended right now. You might think to yourself, yeah, so-and-so has offended me and I don't want to talk to them. I get it. Life might seem unfair sometimes. You might even think, I got dealt the wrong hand. I didn't get what I want or I didn't get it my way. 
It may be sickness, it may be loss or death, it may be job, it may be career, it may be your goals never panned out the way you envisioned it panning out. It could be regrets. You're regretful at the fact that life isn't the way you wanted it to be. I get offended by injustice. I get offended by people hurting my family. I get offended by God. And that's that's a big one. But what I will say, offenses, while they're real and you're right in them, we can use our offenses and create opportunity out of them. The temptation to become offended shifts when we begin to see things or when we begin to see life through the lens of the one that offended us. I get offended by people who hurt other people. And it's more than just physical hurt because physical hurt, wounds can heal for the most part. But I get deeply hurt by people who use words to cut people to the core. People who degrade others, who wants everyone else to feel little in the room. I get offended by that. I get deeply, deeply offended by that. But a lot of times what I've had to do, what I've learned is to view life through the one that's doing the offense. I've found a lot of times the reason why people hurt other people, the reason why people say negative things, the reason why people do hurtful things is because they've been hurt themselves. Now, I'll just say this, just so you don't feel like I'm taking sides with people who offend others. Their life upbringing, their circumstance does not justify their behavior. But when we begin to see life through the offender's eyes, we gain compassion and our lens shift. We begin to see things differently rather than seeing so-and-so as, oh, they're just always angry or they just never have nothing good to say or they're just always depressed. I don't know what your offender looks like. But what I will say is that when we look through the offender's eyes, we begin to see life differently. We begin to see the offense differently. Offense is not a choice. We live in an imperfect world. Offended. Your attitude towards the offense, that is a choice. Now, I'm not saying you should be happy and joyful when people offend you. No, we have emotions. We get hurt. And it hurts when people offend us. I get that. But responding to the offense by giving back offense, by giving hurt is not the right response. What you do with the offense is what determines if the offense has control over you or you have control over it. With people who degrade other people, with people who say negative things, with people who just seem to never have anything nice to say. Everything in the world is doomsday. I've learned to respond with, why do you feel that way? Or I've responded by combating their offense with love. Now, I don't do this all the time. I'm not perfect. I respond to the offense and I allow the offense to get the best of me. But I try my best to respond to the offense in love. And your offense might look different. It might be you lost a family member in a car accident. It might be you lost your job. It might be someone died from cancer or right now COVID. It, 
It might be a sibling who said a lie or robbed you from what you deserve. It might be you're offended by the church. The church just did you wrong. I don't know what your offense looks like. And to one degree or another, that offense hurts really, really bad. But no matter the offense, I wholeheartedly believe that you can shift your lens and create opportunity out of that. And what does opportunity look like? It's no longer living in hurt, no longer living in shame, no longer living in regret. If it's an offense towards another family member, it's no longer living in bitterness and it's no longer living in anger. Offenses are real. I don't want to dismiss what you've been through. Look, I've been through my fair share, but in order to heal, in order to walk in victory, in order to walk in hope, I've had to choose to shift my lens. Out of curiosity, I looked up the definition of offense. And the literal definition of offense is to become angry, resentful, outraged, and aggressive. That's when we choose to allow the offense to control us. So I'd say the opposite of offense is joy, forgiveness, hope, and love. When you choose to take on offense, because it's a choice, you then give the offender control over your life, emotions, thoughts, and sometimes your entire being, your entire way of living. Again, you are right in how you feel. The offense should have never happened, but we live in a fallen world. We don't live in a sinless world. We live in a world with imperfect people and things happen that oftentimes are unexplainable. But you are never right in bitterness and callousness. I want to challenge you to look through the offender's eyes. Maybe, just maybe, there will be compassion. You might not understand. You might look through their lens and be like, Bashi, I still don't understand why they did what they did, why they said what they said. But sometimes when we shift our lens, when we shift our focus on what happened to the offender's lens, we view the situation differently. That doesn't remove the fact that you'll still be hurt by what happened, but it will change your heart and how you view the situation. There'll be love, there'll be compassion, there'll be hope, there'll be joy, and there'll be forgiveness. I want you to live in freedom. I want you to create opportunity out of offenses. How are you going to shift your lens today? Well, that's it. Next week, we will actually be talking about part two of Lens. Thank you again for joining me. Don't forget to subscribe, like, follow, share all the buttons. Just go ahead and do it. And I'll see y'all same time, same place next week. I love you. But remember that God loves you most.